This is Eighth Day Encouragement, a recap of the Sunday service, offering hope and faith from the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. You can find us online at holytrinity-nyc.org. Today's Gospel from Mark 10 contains the story of a young man who approaches Jesus with the question, what must I do to inherit eternal life? In other words, he asks, what must I do to be saved? Well, Jesus reviews the Ten Commandments with this very faithful young man, and the the young man sort of responds by checking them all off. Yes, I do that. Yes, I do that. Yes, I'm pretty good at that, though I could probably be better. This man who's approaching Jesus understands religion, following God, in a way that is a typical way that many of us fall into from time to time. It's a way of understanding religion as a sort of cause and effect. If I do these things, then these other things should happen, right? If we live a good life, if we say our prayers and do all the things that we're told we should do in the Bible, then then certain things uh, should come our way. An extreme version of this, and we end up being a little like the elder brother in the prodigal son story, where we, we, we follow all the rules and then we get angry and resentful because someone else seems to break them and still receive the grace of God. <laughs> this idea can be reinforced by a concentration on the covenant in the Old Testament, but even the Hebrew scriptures, the prophets and the faithful seekers, poke holes in the idea that religion is a cause and effect system. Well, in today's gospel, we might be cheering for the man who approaches Jesus. We, we might identify with him in many ways. Most of us are probably trying our best to, to live good lives, to, to follow God, to keep the commandments. We, we follow a way of faithfulness as much as we can. And and so we're saved, right? We're, we're going to know eternal life, right? Well, Jesus interrupts the man's expectations in the gospel and, and perhaps ours by saying, but you, you lack one thing. Well, in the gospel, he tells the man to, to go and sell what he owns and give the money to the poor so that he'll have treasure in heaven and then follow Jesus. Well, the man hears this, he's shocked, he goes away grieving, we're told. Well, we could stop the story there and, and imagine that's what Jesus is talking about, that, that things block our path to God, that we need to get rid of things and simplify. But, but that's not really the story here. That's not the lesson so much here. It may well be that things are the block between us and a fuller faithfulness in following God, but, but it might be something else that blocks that way. The point to Jesus' being in the world and teaching is that he will take whatever it is that blocks us away if we allow him. And so we shouldn't get caught up too much in this particular man's problem of having too much and then being hesitant to sell it off, because the story continues in today's gospel with a larger point. The disciples see this, and they they see this man who is faithful in most things and, and probably imagines he'll have eternal life. And so the disciples are curious, and they look at Jesus, and they say, well, okay, if this guy has problems, who can be saved? 
And here Jesus does that maddening thing he does so often in the scriptures where he doesn't really answer that question, but he answers the larger question unasked. Jesus says it's not so much who can be saved, but it's who can do the saving that's important. It's God and God alone who does the saving in God's own way, in God's own time, in God's own lavish, self-giving, self-offering, overflowing love. And so Jesus is reminding the man and his and the disciples and us that there's nothing we can do to earn God's favor. No amount of faithful living, of keeping commandments, of of, of giving generously or sacrificially or tithing or, 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 or suffering alongside, no amount of that gets us to heaven. It's only reliance upon God's grace, God's free gift of grace and love. That gets us into heaven. And we're already assured of that. God saves us. God saves us from ourselves. God saves us from our becoming too attached to possessions. But but also God saves us from becoming too attached to anything, to our ideas, to our friends, our family, to our own sense of ourselves, to our own need to be spiritual or grow in religion. The good news of Jesus Christ is that God is eager to take away whatever burdens us, whatever makes us sluggish to follow, whatever keeps us from full love in God's presence. God offers to empty our hands, to take away whatever we're clinging to, and to lay it gently aside so that our hands might be free and open, our hands and our hearts, so that we can more fully receive the love of God and share it with others. The disciples ask Jesus in today's gospel, well, who can be saved? Well, the answer is every single one of us. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord, we pray that your grace may always proceed and follow us, that we may continually be given to good works through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. At the 11 o'clock a.m. Sung Eucharist on October 10th, our homecoming Sunday, the choir sang a beautiful setting of O Salutaris Hostia by Herbert Howells. The the 13th century text, a hymn to Christ's presence in the Holy Eucharist, written by Thomas Aquinas, is traditionally translated in this way, O saving victim, opening wide the gate of heaven to all below, Our foes press on from every side. Your aid supply, our strength bestow.
You've been listening to Eighth Day Encouragement. The eighth day is a Monday after the seven days of the week, but the eighth day also stands as a new creation outside the pattern of the usual seven. And so the eighth day symbolizes resurrection, hope, and the possibilities for new life. I'm John Bedingfield, the priest and rector at the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. I hope you'll come and visit us in person one day, but you can also worship with us through Facebook Live, follow us on YouTube, and learn more at holytrinity-nyc.org. God bless you this week and always.